Hi everyone, it's Esther from The Magical Coaching and today I'm starting a new series which is Life After Coaching. Super exciting new topic. I would like to discover here and chat with my former clients how their life was impacted after the coaching sessions, what happened to them, what kind of results they have achieved, what they have learned about themselves. So I'm going to have the very, very first interview of this series with Elisa. Hi, Elisa. How are you today? Hi, yes, sir. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm very good. It's despite the rainy London weather, I think we see some sunshines coming through. Yeah, so Elisa was my one of my first clients when I started to do the coaching sessions. And uh, we had approximately three, four coaching sessions. The last one, if I remember correctly, Elisa was like a year, year and a half ago, right? Yeah, about one year and a half ago. Yeah. And uh, we were discovering and chatting that time about your career. I remember that you wanted to change your career. You wanted to study some new things, uh, improve your knowledge in different areas of your life. So um, what happened to you since, since then, since we had the last coaching session? Thank you so much, Esther, for inviting me. And it's a pleasure to give my testimonial and being a sort of Um, um, example of how the coaching can actually really really improve your life in many many aspects Um, so a lot happened okay thanks so much for for the question a lot happened and obviously as everyone um, in their lives not everything was was positive not everything was immediate and productive mm-hmm. as I thought it could be but definitely it was a learning curve and definitely a wake-up call um, in many in many ways okay. so, so wake-up call what do you mean by that like in which areas you were you were having this wake-up call mainly so yeah as you remember the the main part of my life that I wanted to change was um, changing my job and definitely improve my professional skills and trying to to find my path um, and improve my knowledge mm-hmm. uh, to develop myself in that specific field. So the good thing, the very best news was that I actually changed my job and I managed to change my career path um, during this year and a half. Congratulations! I mean, like we we need to pause here, right, and celebrate. Have you <laughs> have you took some time for yourself actually to celebrate? I did actually. I spent three times back home right before starting the new the new the new job, and there was massive. Um, learning experience is it still is that allowed me to really put in place all the incredible discussions we were having during mm-hmm. our coaching um, starting from my individual my personality um, the, the, the areas that I wanted to improve um, that really kind of shaped me in a way that l- led me and made me face the new working experience in a way that I never had before, I never experienced before. And that was covering plenty of, of factors. My attitude towards a new job, my um, 
self-sabotating um you know thoughts mm. when you know approaching new people or kind of approaching the new skills that i needed still to develop to face a new job a different culture and the way i could put myself in front of a different culture in order to in order to avoid that cultural clash and i work for a chinese company that put me every day in front of new challenges new cultural boundaries new language boundaries and most of the time i kind of could hear your or our discussions actually your sort of indications your inspirational um discussions and that really really led me to a completely different point of view for myself and instead of you know whenever something bad was happening or some challenge was really put right in front of me I could actually turn the challenge into an opportunity and that was coming pretty much by shifting my thought from a negative one to a positive one. Oh wow, I'm I'm really happy to hear that and uh, I'm sure a lot of the listeners are also struggling with the same uh, point of view to their life and uh, how they can take the challenge as an opportunity afterwards. Absolutely. I really yeah, and I really like as well uh, like you went home, you celebrated and most of us many times actually forget to celebrate and uh, just for the listeners it's really really important to to stop and you know to think for a minute and and really really appreciate what you have achieved uh how small that achievement it is it doesn't matter really the most important thing is that you celebrate and you know keep going so it's uh i think you Alice, it's a great example of uh of what you have done as well thank you thank you so much so um moving forward like uh, now with this whole current situation how do you feel at the moment how is your life um yeah i guess like everybody else um the pandemic impacted um everyone's lives personally professionally probably mentally we should put it on top of the of the three reasons why right so um Uh, the current situation i think is putting everyone um on a situation where you really need to work from home and trying to adapt to this new normal what i learned from the coaching sessions was probably the capability to create good habits and new habits mm-hmm. for yourself be focused and be present towards what you have and what you can make with what you have. I spent most of the of the lockdown by myself. Mm. So that really put me in front of my limitation in front of okay, that is my day. How am I going to face the day? How can I actually invest my time instead of kind of moaning or blaming to be at home and being absolutely unable to meet people? um or my family or my friends how can i do with what i have the coaching session was probably a wake up call for me because it put me into the perspective that in case the things cannot go the way you are actually uh projecting you still can be present and you still can make your time worthy so i started to learn 
or actually I got back to my um, uh, studying mm -hmm. so I uh, kind of got back to my language course I started to study Chinese language oh, wow. I started to learn more and deep dive more about learning and development which is the area that I always wanted to kind of um, deep dive mm -hmm. because it can easily be related to my job um, I started to meditate in the morning I started to run every day I made a new habit for me in the morning I just give myself one hour before starting to work and that that one hour can be dedicated to either meditation or running or just simply enjoying my coffee before putting my eyes in front of my laptop so uh, I'm really glad that you mentioned the habits um, for the listeners I just want to highlight one of my podcasts about the habits and how can you change and you know um, also introduce new habits to yourself so Alisa how was it for you like did it took a lot of effort uh, to introduce a new habit in your life was it easy uh, could you you know you were facing any kind of challenges around it or how was it it was very challenging and yes you said very well it took a lot of efforts um psychologically it's very easy to to go down with your thoughts and it's very easy to spend the rest of your day on a sofa right after work and you know kind of wasting your time uh projecting nothing so for me the trigger was okay i can't really spend 10 hours a day moaning about the fact that we are into the middle of a pandemic so what can I do to improve myself mm -hmm. so the trigger for me was whenever I was feeling a little bit down or negative I was trying to find the shift into my mind and do something important for me that something important could be doing a workout at home cooking a cake making a cake, going for a run, um, talking to my friends, uh, talking to, to my family members, read a book. Uh, reading for me was really enlightening because it put me on a perspective where whatever you're reading is never a waste of time. So you are actually, the you're responsible for how you're gonna invest. So th making the habit meaning that shifting the negative thought into a positive thought started really when I was feeling negative. Mm. The effort is to, how am I going to end up? Am I going to end up keeping being negative or am I going to end up shifting that negative thought into a positive thought? It became an habit when I actually refused to be negative and I put myself into a positive mood, stand up from from that sofa and do something for yourself that's amazing that's amazing uh, I would be really curious to know from the listeners as well like uh, how these whole last six seven months uh, been for you guys how did you do something similar what Eliza did changing and and introducing new habits into the life and uh, I really like what you said about changing the negative thoughts into the positive ones uh, it's really our perception of life how we look at it right so if you would be giving one advice to the listeners uh, regarding your thoughts and how it had impacted the spirit when you were alone at home what would you say to them 
I would say to never suppress the negative thoughts, but let them in and understand who you are. Understand how to learn who you are. Knowing yourself is the best achievement you can have. For me, personally, it couldn't be possible without knowing where my issues were coming from, the roots of the issues, Mm -hmm. the, the unsatisfaction or the impossibility to understand what's causing me issues, you know, just in what was stopping me in achieving mm-hmm. whatever I wanted to achieve. It's never easy, it will never be easy, there will be always issues coming up, but you need to put them into the perspective. Absolutely. You will have the trigger, you will have the cue, you will have the craving, something that has to help you changing, turning your negative into positive mode. Mm-hmm. So learn yourself, definitely. Um, so we mentioned that we had our last uh, coaching session like a year, year and a half ago, right? And listening to you, I can already hear like so much self-curse and uh, way of the thinking has changed so much. So uh, if I would ask you what have you learned uh, during this last year, year and a half, about yourself, about the environment around you, um, the perception of the life. What would you say like the top three things that happened to you? Um, I guess everyone's lives is um, um, a kind of mix of good and bad things, Mm -hmm. Uh, bad events, good events, good challenges, new challenges, um, massive issues that you need to deal with. sooner or later I guess I guess um, the first thing is the uh, resilient part Mm -hmm. of it do not suppress the issue do not avoid it face it and make sure that you are honestly going to deal with it in a way that it is within your capabilities within your power Um, the main thing is definitely let things go at least the things that you can't control and stop putting yourself in a position of controlling everything change the things that that you can change that you know they are in your power for you to change but let the other things go the things that you cannot change and they are not bringing you any improvement any achievement give space to the new things that can come Mm-hmm. and turn them into opportunities for yourself amazing i i love the i love the phrase to give space for the new things to to come or to enter into your life right uh many times we don't even recognize them we just walk by or you know just uh, absolutely can't yes. see them and yes. uh why why can it be like uh, are we aware of our thoughts are we aware of our environment Um, and most probably like a lot of us is actually not so be like absolutely kind of like awake in a way of noticing the new things it's super important right absolutely with you so uh, looking back for the last year and a half when we finished our last coaching session uh, you went on your way with a new career with you know studying new things what would you have done differently if you look back now and compare yourself to the present self of yourself? Um, I think I'll probably have given more space about listening to 
to myself a little bit mm-hmm. more, develop that sort of self-awareness that put you in front of your limitations, mm-hmm. in front of your weaknesses. I would have probably given that a little bit earlier instead of going through stages where I was kind of always asking myself, why, why this cannot happen now? Well, it happens when we are all ready to face it and to understand that it's not really the way we program things or we plan things. It is when we are ready to see things differently, that mm-hmm. the new the new vibes, the new perspective, even the new things, the way you attract good things is literally when you change your way of seeing them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Nitra would have given less time to negativity and more space more room to positivity okay okay that's so that's very true and actually very very um nice thought um regarding this whole journey that you've been on in the last uh, year year and a half since our coaching sessions what have you discovered about yourself Uh, is there anything new that you learned about you? Is there anything new that you changed about yourself? Uh, what? How was this journey and, and the whole discovery about you with capital letters? Yeah, I think I'm definitely uh, going to be a marathon runner. I, okay. I thought that <laughs> a year and a half ago. I couldn't run for 10k. Now for me, it's just, you know, very easy. Let's go and run. Yeah, let's go and run at 6 a.m. in the morning. I didn't know I can be a very morning person and being absolutely proactive from 7 a.m. in the morning. I didn't know that I'm actually get along with um, uh, Chinese culture, that I love it, that I'm so keen in learning more, that I can actually um, speak a few um, sentences in, in Chinese that I actually can cook quite, quite well, that I made the best pizza ever. Um, <laughs> that was a kind of <laughs> expertise I developed during the pandemic and that I can accept myself mm. no matter what. That's me and I will always do me. That's uh, that's quite many things actually that you yeah. have discovered. Um, I wonder like how many people can say the same um, because it's it's it really really requires a lot of self awareness. It requires to to stop to to think about yourself and also realize like who you are and who you would like to be. I think it's like as the next step. It's it's important as well. Um, So we, we mentioned like the discovery of this journey, what new things and new habits you have discovered about self, yourself. But I'm sure there were some challenges around the way as well in this journey, right? So um, what kind of challenges have you faced in the last year, year and a half? And how did you overcome them? Um, quite a few actually. Uh, work-wise, um, the cultural boundaries put me in a situation where um, when a new under pressure situation was put in front of me, I, I found myself being unable to communicate. I'm normally very extrovert, I'm very communicative, but sometimes when you are put in front of a new environment with new people, probably my way of doing things wasn't really matching the other side um, and all the point of view of the other people. So I 
tried to put myself um, in a way that okay let's see whether I can adapt but I understood that adaptation doesn't always mean to be um, successful in mm-hmm. what you want to communicate so I I tried quite a few uh, things to put myself in a position where I always I, I, I actually wanted to being helpful and kind of compromise but it didn't always work so the challenge was for me to learn a new way of being patient and being emotionally intelligent mm. in a way that I kind of took it personally at the beginning I kind of faced it like okay maybe it's me I'm not able to communicate the way I was doing it but it was actually a cultural clash that uh, was resolved after a few months of understanding the way people from the other side were looking at my messages, my uh, my communication things. Um, at some point, it got much much better, but I guess it just needed time for for us at work to understand each other. Um, I guess another thing was for me. Um, the, the, the way I wanted to be accepted. I wanted mm. to be seen in a way... Um, what, what, like, you wanted to be seen at the company, at the new company, yes. or like in, in the, the company, other... absolutely, in the company. Okay. Like, I will be I will be always helpful. Uh, helpful. I've always been like that, genuinely um, willing to help people, share my knowledge, being a team a team member, a teammate. Um, that wasn't the case at the beginning and I couldn't understand why. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to, you know, to kind of show it. At some point it came very naturally when we started to understand each other. And that can be easily be reflected into um, the personal uh, point, point, things, you know. Um, so stop being a people pleaser. As long as you are you, people will we learn how to know you and that's the way the same for me i give i just now trying to give people enough time to show themselves for what they are being honest being open is always the key for me mm-hmm. it's um it's it's so true and if you if you think about it you can have much better results if you are yourself if you are open to the others and also other people can see the real you much more honest conversations can happen and better results in the end right absolutely so Elisa, uh, now that we discussed your journey, what happened to you in the last year, year and a half, I'm really curious what's next for Elisa, how Elisa would like to grow further, what are your dreams, what is your next goal that you would like to achieve in life? So my next goal, uh, funny enough, after, uh, after four months spent uh, by myself in London because of the lockdown, I took the first flight available and spent three months with my family back home. And that was for me one of the most important um, switches Mm. in my life. Um, the, The last year and a half put me in a perspective where the job is important, but it will never be more important than your family and the people that are surrounding you. 
so my my next goal is definitely trying to find the best balance between my job and spending time with my family i never realized how much i was missing my family since i arrived there and spent three months with them back to my um you know teenager days or when i was at, at uni um i totally forgot how good it was to be surrounded every single day by the voice of my mother of my father my nephews screaming around and that put me into the perspective where the family is the only shelter you will ever find the only support they will ever have in during your darkest moment but also during your happiest moment so i would i'm working pretty much to make sure that i will spend enough time with my family working next to them and never allowing any more to spend four months without seeing them absolutely so yeah family balance between family and job okay so that's the next goal to achieve yes. Okay, we we will discover it later how you are going to achieve <laughs> yes. it, and I'm sure the listeners are also uh, curious about it later and how you succeeded with that. Um, to to ramp up our conversation and to to finish this interview, what are the key learnings that you would say uh, you have learned about yourself to the listeners, and what advice would you give to them? Uh, based on your experiences and life events yeah so first probably the first thing will be give yourself some time do not be harsh to yourself do not punish yourself for the things you've done in the past let them in face them and trying to give voice to what is not working with yourself do not expect people to fix the issues inside you but work a lot on to understanding what what is it that is not working and give yourself a try try new things let go things that you cannot change even if you tried and tried and tried if they don't work they just don't work something better is waiting for you so please be patient and then literally keep challenging yourself never stop learning be curious and be you always be you do not be afraid to show who you are that's when the switching point will happen that's my only advice okay thank you so much um dear listeners dear magical people uh you have heard the first interview of the Uh, life after coaching uh, series with Elisa, uh, one of my previous clients. I would like to thank you for Elisa for this interview, for her thank time you. and uh, being so honest with me. I really enjoyed our conversation today. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, for the listeners, so it's Esther from The Magical Coaching and this is the series of life uh, uh, coaching. 
uh, and what happens after the coaching sessions. And uh, just remember, dear listeners, your magical people, that live, laugh, and be in charge of your own life. I'm looking forward to our next episode and speak soon. Thank you so much. Thank you.